You're listening to the Just Jazz and Co podcast, the show where you hear the how, why, and what of ambitious careers with me, Just Jazz, and many guests. I'm a multi-passionate, wildly ambitious lover of tea and R&B. I'm also on a mission to guide more high achievers to the careers and lives they deeply desire through coaching. Yep, you heard me. Desire. No shame or secrets about it. Here, we boldly embrace ambition by owning, being, and doing more in our careers. And in each episode, we break down the barriers to creating something that will make you and everyone you know step back in awe while keeping it simple. So what are you waiting for? Let's dive into the episode. Hey folks, welcome to this week's episode of the Just Jazz and Co podcast. I am actually in some ways excited to record this episode but in many ways it is a melancholy feeling to record this um and I'm going to do something a little bit different today with this episode just because of where I am right now where I know a lot of folks are right now where in general, the industry, the world of careers is right now. I'm having conversations with so many people, entrepreneurs looking for side hustles, freelancers looking for more clients, those in employed roles, getting their world sort of turned upside down. There's a lot of change. Um, and so I wanted to have this conversation in some ways as a, a summary of a whole series that I am putting and releasing inside the Vault membership this month um, that is actually entitled The Re-Reflections. I sit here in January 2023, which is actually five years from starting my own coaching business, which was actually born from a layoff, from a redundancy. So I really wanted to be deeply intentional in this time as thousands of folks are going through what I describe as an unintentional career change. And Ultimately, when I say unintentional career change, career change is career change, right? If we put the two dictionary definitions of career and change side by side, redundancy, layoff, restructure, all of that stuff that feels so far from your own control goes under that umbrella. And yes, the sexy, desirable, intentional career change is when you book a call with me, you go, hey, Jazz, I am ready to look for my new adventure. I want to be intentional about what that is. I want to leverage my strengths. You know, I want to move into the next level or whatever that may be. But the unsexy, And the unsexy reality is logging in to find out you can't log in or being called into huge meetings to receive very, very vague messages from senior leadership, followed by a formal and sometimes really dehumanizing process. Never have I felt more like a human resource than when I went through redundancy five years ago. And that's not to say empathy, support and compassion weren't extended. It just felt inauthentic, you know, a legal obligation like doing chores. You're only doing this because you want to be seen as a good housemate, not because you actually want to be compassionate and supportive. So naturally I thought no better way to really officially return to the podcast than with the top break glass messages that I want folks going through this to know and what I will ask as you're listening share this episode with anybody that you think it will help okay share this episode with anyone that you think it will help um this is live 
direct and in the moment perspectives based on conversations I'm having with clients. And again, from my own experience five years ago. Um, And further to this, you will have the links in the show notes, but February 1st, there will be a guide There'll be a full guide with more detail on some of these approaches, um, as well as within the Vault membership, there's going to be a 12-part audio series that unpacks the how, the why, the real and the raw of this kind of experience, and more importantly, how to navigate it. So I'm talking frameworks, coaching tools, and checklists to support you that are going to be inside the free guide but also we'll have that companion audio series for those who are inside the Vault membership. And again, all of these links will be in the show notes. So let's get into it. There's kind of three main pillars um, of what I want to share with you today. And the first is that this means nothing about your impact and value. It can feel so destabilizing that you almost can forget the projects and the positive feedback that you got only the week before or 24 hours before. It's very easy and very natural to take it personally and think I wasn't good enough. That's why you didn't pick me, especially if you like me were in a situation where some people were completely unaffected or you all went through a process of consideration and they chose someone else over you. And the reality is that people are allowed to choose, right? And in this instance, they didn't choose you, but you can still choose you. Do not dismiss your skills, your strengths and talents. You all know how much I love those, your SST. Don't lose sight of those because those will help you navigate through to your next step, your next adventure, or even your approach going forward. And it's very difficult. It's almost like going through a a breakup that you didn't know was coming. But I want to offer a reframe or a perspective shift that you can listen to me say and go, jazz, whatever, I get it. But something that in hindsight, I'm able to really consume also as somebody who has spoken with people who are in the senior parts of these types of decisions. They are the person delivering the awkward news. They are the person in the room making the decision or in the moment where it goes, you know, when when leadership kind of go, guys, we need to do something. We need to do something quick for the survival of the organization. And ultimately, yes, a human told you and a group of humans made the decision. But what I want to offer is that when the humans gather, they are no longer humans. And it's not like they're X-Men or they're avatars. (laughs) They turn into animals, uh, furry creatures or anything. They are no longer humans. They are now an entity, right? They are now an entity. They are a limited company. They are the LLC. They are the CIC. They are the PLC. That's who they become when they gather together with these types of conversations. So yes, a human may have told you and a human may have made the decision or humans may have made the decision, but ultimately it is the corporation that has made the decision. Because once those people got into that room, they were no longer your head of people. They were no longer your CFO that you have lunch with. They were no longer the co-founder who interviews you. They were no longer the head of department that hired you. They were now in support of the organization. And I share that because I want you to try and get to a space where you don't take it personal 
and you try not to harbour resentment towards the individuals involved. You try not to harbour resentment towards the people who weren't let go, right? The people who are still clocking in tomorrow and the next week and the next week and the next week, the people who are told, don't worry, this message is not for you, your role is safe. Try not to harbour resentment or direct anger at those individuals, try to remember it in the context of the business and the objectives of the business. And of course, I say that with the caveat that sometimes the reality is you are being done dirty. You know, we know there are instances where it is, there is no basis for how they've chosen who stays and who is laid off. There is no basis for the team that they cut. There is no basis for how quickly they cut you and things like that. So I say that, you know, with the pinch of salt to offer that, keep your eyes open if something untoward is definitely happening, right? And again, that's where we start to talk about legal (laughs) action, right? Which I am certainly not qualified to have, but I do want to put that out there, that unfair dismissal is a thing, right? I don't want us to live in Disneyland. The other thing is to just really protect your peace. So this is point two, protect your peace before you pursue productivity. And I'm talking to the high achievers, the ambitious folks in the room who just want to crack on, who want to just separate the wheat from the chaff and go, okay, let's get everything done, right? Let's do all the things. Let's jump through all the hoops. Let's pretend to everybody that it's okay, right? It's really, really important to take a moment to center yourself, to ground yourself before you dive into the pragmatism, right? And that pragmatism, (laughs) productivity could look like job hunting. If you have just come off the call, as much as you would love to hop on a call with a recruiter straight away, right? The call's at three, recruit at 4.30. I need you to take a moment to center yourself. That recruiter will still be there tomorrow and the day after. Get your bearings. Get your bearings. Because if you skip over that part, then everything that you do in terms of productivity is on a very shaky foundation. And I can tell you from experience that it's then more likely to be pulled out from under you, if that makes sense, right? There's nothing like being your most productive self, walking people through your handover, and then all of a sudden you're overwhelmed with emotion. You're overwhelmed with the feelings of betrayal. You're overwhelmed with the feelings of uncertainty, right? And you don't know where to file those because I'm delivering my handover and I told everybody that I was going to be pragmatic, right? Protect your peace before you pursue productivity. The next thing is to remember to breathe, right? I say this as somebody who lives with anxiety. Literally pay attention to what your body does under stress. Do you hold your breath? Do you hold tension in your jaw? Is your sleep interrupted? Are you holding tension in your shoulders? Has your appetite left the building? These are important things for you to pay attention to. They are signs that your body is under so much stress that it could be shutting down important functions that in turn will make it difficult for you to make the decisions that you need to, put your best foot forward like you need to, network when the time is right like you need to, engage in 
conversations, you know, interviews, whatever it is that's coming up. It's difficult for you to do that if you're on an empty stomach, you're running low on energy, you're functioning off two hours of sleep. Oh, as well as the like constant stress and uncertainty. Please remember to breathe, remember to sleep. Do those things to put yourself first in that sense. Seek support and resource in that sense as well. But again, this is all part of ensuring that, yes, there may be uncertainty, but you're able to stand on a certain level of structure, right? Or not necessarily structure, but just stand on something that feels solid, right? I don't know what my inbox holds, but I do know that I'm going to get eight hours of sleep, right? I I don't know what's going to jump into my calendar today, but I do know I'm taking my full lunch break. How about that? Really pay attention. And in many ways, what has worked for me where possible is to up the self-care. I'm a bubble bath girl. I up that, right? One bubble bath, two bubble baths a week, that turns into four, right? With no shame, no ifs or buts about it, I do what I need to restore that balance so that I can show up as the best me. This episode is brought to you courtesy of The Vault, my membership that is the secret weapon for high achievers everywhere. Through our private podcasts, monthly group coaching and intuitive networking, we have a community of folks who get it and are busy go-getting. Go to justjazz.co forward slash vault to join us today. Empaths. (laughs) Run! And I say that jokingly, but I also mean that in a serious sense. I I need us all, regardless of whether you identify as an empath. And for those of you who don't know what an empath is, it's essentially somebody who feels others' emotions more deeply. And they can take them on very easily. They can absorb them very easily. And in some senses, hold them really easily without even realising it, okay? And it's a superpower, It is definitely a superpower. We need more empaths in our world, but I need you empaths to be wary of your capacity to hold other people's anxiety and worry, right? And to hold hold it at an arm's length without feeling like you're being inauthentic. But that looks like saying, or, or not even saying sometimes, sometimes that looks like seeing the notification from somebody who you've been venting back and forth. And just this morning, you can't do it. You don't have the capacity to hold the next piece of bad news or the next piece of speculation or the next piece of uncertainty. You don't have it. That can look like taking your time before you reply. Okay. That's what that can look like. That can look like people going, oh, I've put in some time, you know, just to chat through, want to see how you're doing. If you do not have the capacity to hop on a call, to talk through how you're doing, move that meeting. Reply to that person empowered in your boundary and say, thanks so much for putting that time in. At the moment, I don't really... I'm not in a space where I really want to talk about it, but I'll let you know as soon as I am. You are allowed to have boundaries in this moment, even between other people who are going through the exact same thing or similar. 
there is an element of the healthy support and there's an element of, okay, today I'm struggling to hold my own shopping bags. (laughs) I can't help you with yours. And I can't hold both of our shopping bags and cross the road to where I need to get to by the end of this week or to make it across the road, right? To make it to the end of this week intact. So I really want you, again, protect your peace before you pursue productivity. And even in terms of the relationships that you have, the support that you have, I tuck into that more inside the series in the vault. Um, And you will see from there that this is not me saying, don't talk to anybody, keep yourself to yourself, right? There is in many ways, it can be very soothing, therapeutic, uh, affirming to speak with people who get it and to help others in a moment of crisis. Third thing, and this is me stepping into my coach box. And again, you can go, "Mm, Jazz, I ain't trying to hear that right now. That's fine. How can you honor your experience in this moment? And this, that sounds like a fluffy thing, but how can you make space for your experience in this moment? If it's betrayal, if it's anger, if it's sadness, if it's melancholy, if it is numbness, how can you just allow that to be? How can you hold self-compassion for your experience for what's going on right now in this particular moment, right? And this goes to, you know, my biggest underlying advice is to just take it day by day. So how can you do that? Are there things that need to come off your calendar? Are there things that need to be moved from a meeting into an email? Are there some things that you just need to say, look, I won't be able to do that. I I just won't. Are there areas where you can structure your day to be more supportive to you and your mental well-being right and underneath that taking time to think really embracing the power of time to think there's a wonderful coaching model by nancy klein that i absolutely love um it's very powerful when you work with a coach who applies this model but you can do it yourself and you ultimately just ask what are you thinking what's top of mind for you right now and you share. And then when you come to a pause, you ask yourself, what else? And then you share. And then you come to a pause and then you ask yourself, what else? And in many ways, you start to detangle. You start to pull the things out of the big bags, right? You start to get down to the core and down to the bottom of the sticky parts. So especially if you feel like a tornado of various emotions, This can be such a powerful exercise for you to go through to really get to the bottom of what is what is the key emotion? What is the overriding emotion, overriding belief, overriding uh, thought, overriding question? Because I know for sure when I was going through it, I had some questions. And they were just for me. Like when I shared my questions with my friends, they were just like, but what did why? Why do you want to know that? And I just wanted to know. Because it was, it was, it was hooking on something within me, right? It's like, I don't know if you're wearing like a jumper or a knit cardigan and you walk into, (laughs) you walk into a room and the handle just gets caught on your cardigan, on your knitwear. That's what it can feel like in moments like this. There's just a little tangle that just needs, oh, oh, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck on this. I need to get to the bottom of that question, that emotion, that experience, that belief. I need to find out what was true and what wasn't. 
I need to be able to reconcile it and defile it. And ultimately, the more that you give yourself space, you start to then see that there's a difference between response and reaction. This is something that I used to draw on or use as an illustration uh, when working with people around bias, around inclusion, and essentially saying, look, you're going to have thoughts, you're going to make assumptions, you're going to have stereotypes in your mind, you're going to have judgments about certain groups of people. This is what's going to happen. It's kind of just how your brain works. But what we don't want is you making decisions, treating people, speaking from that place, from that reactive place, from that stereotype, that harmful stereotype place. We want you to pull it through a filter of thought, a filter of consideration and responding. It's really easy to react. And basically, you want to set the place on fire. (laughs) Right? In the throes, in the heat, the deepest heat of disappointment and betrayal and anger, you want to react to everybody that way. It's human nature. You have hurt me. I am wounded. Defences go up. But it's really important to carve out that space and that self-compassion so that what you can provide is more of a response and not a reaction. Reactions we can give to our friends. Put that in the voice note. Yeah? Put that in the voice note, in the conversation, when you meet for the coffee, say how it really is. This is not me. When I say honour your experience, that's exactly what I mean. This is not me saying, how can you turn lemons into lemonade? Because sometimes there's going to be some days that you just can't. You do not have it. You don't have the juicer. You don't have a knife. You're just looking at this lemon like you are a whole lemon and I want to throw you across the street. And to that end, in those moments where you are being challenged with those stronger emotions, I want you to ask yourself, what am I making this mean? Is today difficult because you've made it mean that you weren't good enough? Is today difficult because you've made it mean that X person in the organization is an enemy? Is today difficult because you've somehow made it mean that you won't find anything better? Right? really want you to take that space. Even if you're a person who's never really sat with yourself, right? Especially when it comes to these questions, they don't have to be journaling. They can be you voice noting. You can just talk to yourself while going for a walk. I don't really care how you do it, whatever floats your boat, but have these conversations with yourself. Because as much as you may be surrounded by folks who support you, there's a lot of the experience that is unique to you, that is felt by you. And yes, you can express it to them. Yes, they can see it. Yes, they can detect it sometimes. Right? But it's your experience to be had. And it's you that gets up the next morning. It's you that brushes off your CV. It is you that replies to the process. It's you that goes for the coffee with the other friend that's going through it, the other colleague that's going through it. So I really, really want to make sure that you not only honour your experience in this moment, but you honour you. You find ways to celebrate you and to anchor yourself in you. Anchor yourself in the parts of you that are unaffected by this unintentional change. You're still kind. You're still intelligent. You are still a top sales performer. You are still 
one of the best product managers, right? Insert what it is. You are still a team player. You're still a culture ad. All of those things still remain true. So I want you to just remember these things. And ultimately, if you found any of this helpful, I want you to reach out and let me know. Drop me a DM or email me at jazz at justjazz.co. And of course, if there's anything else top of mind for you right now, you can share that too. You never know. I may actually just address it directly in the free guide. And it's my hope that that can then become an even more helpful resource for you. Just like this podcast, the guide, I create it. I can update it. I can customize it. But I need your help to do that. I need you to let me know what's going on, right? And there should also be a a space in this podcast for you to submit that anonymously too, if you feel more comfortable to do so. But I really, 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 from the bottom of my heart, hope this helps somebody. And like I said, if you know somebody who needs to hear this, share the episode. Share the guide when it comes out on the 1st of February share the vault membership if you prefer audio (laughs) if you prefer going deeper on some of these points if you prefer figuring out how to apply some of these points if you want to join group coaching to get some support around this journey it's all there for you I'm here for you I'm not going anywhere and I'm just here to ultimately say that I get it I get it so I'll see you on the next episode Don't forget to reach out with any gems you took away. My DMs and inbox are always open and waiting to hear. And if you liked this episode, you should probably join the crew. So sign up to the Monday Memo to get weekly messages that put you back at the center of your ambitious career. With passion-filled musings created to educate and inspire, you'll have everything you need to fuel your ambitious career this year. Go to justjazz.co forward slash join and I'll see you there.